everyone. Welcome. 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 It's Jackie from Beyond Small Talk. How is everyone doing today? So excited um, to see you all and join this Thursday, every Thursday at four o'clock. Again, my name is Jackie Janik. I'm a women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you are watching Beyond Small Talk, real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And this is like such ideal, perfect timing. So excited to have my co-host today. Her name is Michelle A. White and her handle is at the Michelle A. White. And our topic is called keeping your composure. I mean, I don't know about you, but during the past year, I'm sure there's maybe opportunities that popped up for you that are, could be led to heated conversations. I mean, it's like every other conversation with my mother. Anyway, um, she's going to be like, oh, you always talk about me. Yes, I do talk about you because we have very different point of view. So Michelle's going to help us. And and like, when do we show up for these? When do we engage in them? When do we not? Like, these are really tips and tools we need. So let's get her on. And Michelle is a professional success strategist. She helps professionals connect the dots between temperament and teamwork, allowing them to better manage their preferences, people, and pet peeves with more tact and diplomacy using the art of business etiquette. Oh my God, I need some. <laughs> I mean, I came on with my sweatshirt and my gold hoops because it just makes me feel better, these gold hoops. I'm like, come on. Diplomacy. I need you, Michelle. Hey. Hey, Jackie. How are you? Good. How are you? Fantastic. I have been looking forward to this all week long. Yay. And you know what? I've, I've been talking about it and really thinking about our conversation. And first, again, welcome. So happy to have you on Beyond Small Talk. So much. And it, we couldn't have had a better timing in the type of this um, conversation. And I'm just so excited to hear your tips and tools. And when I was reading your bio, and please, you could elaborate more on, you know, who you are and what you do. But diplomacy and, like, tact. I was like, ooh, I could use some tact. <laughs> you know, I think the key is, is that we all aren't perfect. Um, and so that's a, a big thing that we talk about and about how etiquette and etiquette isn't about being perfect. It's about being authentic to who you are, but also recognizing that you are in control of a lot of your narrative. Uh, so it's really how to deal and interact with others that we're really looking for the help with. We're good with ourselves, you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's just how to manage different personalities how to manage strong personalities, how to manage, you know, people who we consider over the top. It's, it's great, <laughs> grace, you know, but still interacting in our authentic selves with respect, consideration, and honesty. Yeah, I love when you say people over the top, because again, like, we've all known the climate around here the past year. And there's been tons of like opportunities where you know, there's hot topics, there's just hot topics, you know, and, and continue to be hot topics and like real hot topics in the past year. Um, how do we go about like keeping our composure or um, in the, that kind of like awkward situation where you know, you can feel the conversation getting like, oh my God, where is this going? <laughs> I think the first thing is, is sort of an internal and self-reflection. 
the, the key to, to recognize and, and really think about is if we accept that we all come with biases, you know, we okay. all have experiences and things that have shaped who we are today and how we think about certain things, you know, if mm. we realize that we are all different from the beginning, you know, then we can approach the conversation differently. I think what it's really important to do is to take your emotional temperature. You have to be able to unpack how you feel about a situation. And so there, there are a couple hot topics that are going to be consistent and constant in our lives. And so, you know, that has to do with politics, which we've seen a lot of lately. Uh, it has to do with religion. It has to do with sexuality. It has to do with race. So these things are going to be a constant in just our general society. And so being able to take something you see or, or on the news or read about in the paper, you just need to take that time and grant yourself that grace to begin unpacking it to decide how you feel about it first. When you are ready to engage, you're sort of gonna know if you need more time to unpack it, it's okay to decline. It's just like, I'm not ready for that. But you have to be in tune with yourself first to know what that opportunity looks like for you. That is so smart and something I never thought about necessarily doing like I tend to have opinions and I <laughs> I see my friend Allie on here. Allie, do I have opinions? <laughs> and um uh yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you how do you we take our temperature? Like how do you do that? Do you have any how do we do that? Think about it like when you go to the doctor and they have yeah. those smiley faces. And one is in pain crying, other is fine, you know, happy smile. You just kind of got to think about it. And, and, and what it really kind of boils down to is within the moment. Uh, how do you feel about something being able to react and respond at home setting or even a social setting? So if you had a bad day, if someone's cut you off in traffic, your kid didn't sleep well last night, your coffee maker's not working, like if you're already emotionally charged from the day, this may not be the right time. It will feel to share your opinion, but it's likely going to come from a place of emotion uh, rather than being able to stick to the facts about whatever that particular topic is. That's a great thing. So it's like, I think I'm, 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 I have experienced that I didn't even realize that I have taken my temperature before. <laughs> I was like, any ladies out there probably knows that during a certain time, I'm in peri perimetopause, I've been told, right? So during the certain time, I just know that I I uh, mindfully do not engage with anyone on any topics that um, one I know could lead to a heated uh, debate, know that their point of view, we don't align. So I guess I should just apply that uh, during the whole month, <laughs> not just my, you know, period time. Yeah. Yeah, it applies to so many areas. Um, interacting with our kids, um, interacting with our spouses. So it's not just, you know, for friends situations, it's how we communicate in general and how when, like you said, it's really important to know, and especially in work settings, when you don't align with someone, that is your key sign that this may not be a mutual, respectful conversation. 
you know, because it, it sometimes, and again, it goes back to those biases. Sometimes we go in waiting because we know someone's going to get on our nerves. We <laughs> roll our eyes, you know? Yeah. So go in waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm. And especially when it's something that comes to a charged conversation or something that has so much opinion about it. Again, deciding that this may not go well today is, is different on a good day. Hey, everything is wonderful when everyone, is, when everyone is being civil. It's when we don't align or when emotions take over and we can no longer communicate civilly that we run into trouble. Yeah. So how about, okay, so we have different scenarios. Can we play like a little bit of a scenario? So um, yeah, let's just play. So what if I know that, okay, so how would I know I'm not in the place to have this conversation and somebody is trying to engage me? What can I say? Like, what can I do to not engage? Like what's a good, right there, have a sound bite, ready to go. Absolutely. Um, it's okay to kind of have templates for yourself. Uh, it's really important. That's how you begin to communicate with consistency across the board. So when you know there's someone who doesn't have your mutual trust or your mutual respect to have this type of conversation with, and let me say this, there are people out there who will try to bait you into a conversation or get you to speak for groups or try to get your opinion sort of as ammunition to then turn it or twist it or, or start a debate about it. And so mm -hmm. it's to recognize those people, you get that tingle, you know, you know. You yeah. Know. And, and so the, the important thing is when you get put on the spot that way, it's okay to say something like, well, you know, I've never been, we can, we can choose we're living. I've never been a Christian before. I wouldn't have anything of value to add to this. Or if it comes to a matter of sexuality, I've never been a part of this type of community or I've never felt those feelings before. I might not be a great resource. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything of value to add. It's honest because I don't have anything of value to add to you in this conversation right now. But it's really mm -hmm. important to ask those questions about, is this an opportunity for me to educate? Or is this, you know, is this someone trying to take advantage of a situation and use information in a way that I don't agree with? And yeah. that, you know, if you want to move forward, if you feel like it's an education opportunity and you want to use your voice and impart some, you know, wisdom on someone else or some perspective that could change that conversation, if you feel like there's mutual trust and mutual respect, you're free to do so. It's when you don't feel that. It's when you haven't unpacked those feelings about a particular situation that may affect your household, that may affect your community, that you have very strong and strong opinions about. It's okay not to give them all. This is very optional. You know, you are in control of so much of the narrative that you share. And I think that's important for us to remember, especially as women. I feel like sometimes, you know, um, in certain environments, we're either like um, trying to dull our voice or dim our voice. And then and then other times when there's an opportunity maybe to talk, then it's like this. But 
just to know that we're really in, you know, in control of that narrative is really, that's shifting my perspective. So here's another scenario. How about um, we're the ones in the bad mood, right? <laughs> and we're like charged. Like sometimes I just, you know what? I, I do it sometimes like, and call my mother. I talked about my mother, me and her usually have these conversations. And sometimes I can't keep my, you know, composure, meaning uh, it kind of goes in a bad direction. Oh, no, did I lose you? Oh, did I lose you for a minute? Michelle, did I lose you or can you hear me? Hey, I can't hear you. Oh, no, she was giving such good advice. Can you hear me, Michelle? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I still don't see you yet. Uh, we'll give it a second. Oh, no. Now my mother's there, too. Oh, we lost Michelle. Uh, let's see if she'll jump back on. Um, all right. So we'll just wait a minute. But just to recap some of the tips um, Michelle was just offering. Yeah, we just lost her. And there are really good tips. One is to start out taking your own temperature about the hot topics. So say knowing already maybe how you feel, what is your perspective on it. And we all know what the hot topics are, you know, politics, religion, um, sexual orientation, kind of like I guess those are the top three. Um, so... This is a really great topic. Thank you, A-Love, for Art 13. So one is take your temperature on it. Know your point of view on it before you start um, engaging in a conversation. Okay, we're getting Michelle back on. Crossing fingers because oh, she's so awesome with this. I'm Like, we all need this. Come on. We all need this information right now. And... And also, hey, you're back. Yes, I can. Okay. You're in the sunny Virgin Islands, so maybe the sun is just like. <laughs> Interrupt our conversation. All right. Yeah, so the conversation. So I was just recapping a bit of some of the awesome tools that you had, and I started again with taking your temperature. I think that is like such key to knowing your perspective, your point of view. Um, next, we were talking about um, what if there's the scenario that in the, the narrative we can use and maybe sound bites ready to go if someone's trying to bait us. I mean, that happens all the time, right? It does. It does. And, you know, it, it's one of my favorite phrases right now because it, it captures what many people are feeling. And it's just kind of audacity is at an all-time high right now. Oh, yes. uh, and <laughs> be prepared. You know, before you leave, like, it's okay to be measured. And to be measured doesn't mean that you're being calculated or fake or phony. But when you are in line with what you need, then you know how to handle people. I'm from the South. So there's a, a, a phrase that we use that say certain people you handle with a long wooden spoon, you know, so there's 
need a little bit of distance from. There are certain people that you know there will innately be friction and confrontation. And so knowing how to handle yourself or what works best for you in those scenarios is just very key to being able to communicate and interact consistently without emotions. So at that point, you can keep, when you can keep things civil and based on facts, everything is good. When it starts to take a personal turn, how could you believe that? Well, we're going to go back to the first thing we talked about, which is biases. You know, different experiences shape different people. And at, we interact and understand information quite differently. And so likely your single conversation isn't going to change someone's perspective on an entire group or an entire situation. Yeah, and I liked how you say facts, because I think that has been the, uh, you know, the question over the past year, what are facts? You know, like, I think like that has now become, um, you know, fake news, hashtag fake news. So it's like, even when the facts and you're saying people's biases, I think that plays into what's really the facts. Listen, thing I always say is, we are starring in our own movie. And your movie, I may be making a cameo, but you are still the star. <laughs> So in all honesty, back to you, what you believe, I can't change that. That is a thought. And action, you know, is based on facts. It is not appropriate to treat someone that way. That is the factiest fact of all, you know what I mean? Or it's not appropriate to say those things. Or even more personally, it is not okay for you to engage with me in that way. Mm. You, you see what I mean? Like, fact for myself and my world. In my movie, I'm the star of the show. So if we recognize that you may just be an extra getting coffee in someone else's movie, you know, a lot of the times the things happening in their world don't have to do with you. I like that you said that. That's so funny. If you're the extra, that's cute. I'm going to use that one. That's a good one. Thank you. I'm going to borrow that because that's kind of, that's, that's like a perfect example of how to, um, to visualize that and how to put it in perspective. So I feel like, okay, so we can do that with coworkers or certain friends or things like that. But when you have to use these, uh, have to have this kind of awkward or, you know, maybe vulnerable conversations with family members or, you know, your children or something, how, any tips with that? Because those are conversations I kind of you might have to have, like you might have to be in an awkward conversation with family or something. How do you continue to keep your composure when you have to engage in those, some of those conversations? It's true. And it's difficult uh, when it comes to anyone we have real emotional relationships with. And so taking time out is important. In the middle of a conversation, you can take a TV time out. You mm. can say, I and we can come back and revisit this conversation? Or can we agree to come back and rediscuss or continue this discussion in 15 minutes? I feel myself shutting down, or I feel myself, you know, we, we call it your heart being open in my house. If you can't say something difficult and your heart still be open. Uh, and so if, if the answer is no, and some days it's a fair answer to give, uh, then you, you table it until you can come together. The, the key thing is you can't force these types of difficult conversations and expect a real result. So 
taking that emotional temperature again is about if you just want to vent or if there's actually a resolution you're trying to accomplish. And sometimes the answer is, is you just want to vent. You mm. just want to complain. And that's okay. But this isn't the medium in which you want to use it. That makes sense. Uh, okay, go back to your taking your temperature. But I like that you can say, you know, this is not uh, this. How would you say it? Like, how about if I have to, my mother's on, how about if I just have to tell and she's gonna be like, why do you always use me as an example? Because I talk to her a lot. So and I don't want to get heated at her or say anything that, you know, is not nice. So do you have maybe an example of what I can say? I would say just what you said is perfect oh. to say, hey, I'm having a bad day and now isn't a good time where I can receive what you want to share with me. Can we come back to this on Tuesday or can I take some time? It, it doesn't mean that I don't want to hear it or that it's not a conversation that we need to have. It just means right now in this moment when you want to give it to me, I can't receive it. That's and with excellent. family. Yeah of do that you're able to to say it's not that i don't want to listen to you but you put and and someone's asking how yeah. do you table it you have to put a deck you have to say we'll come back in 15 minutes you have to say we'll we'll revisit this tomorrow afternoon and it gives you some time to really kind of think about and prepare what you're truly trying to communicate versus getting caught up in the emotion sometimes we start feeling attacked by the information that we're receiving yeah. and then we want to attack you know, versus hearing what's being said. And so sometimes taking just kind of that time out is a safe way to continue that conversation at another time. Yeah, that that's a good one. I just and just, you know, being truthful, like I need a time out, you know, and when can we reconvene the conversation? Because I know when, you know, happens to me when I start to feel, you know, this heatedness or this uncomfortableness or this anger or something like that, then I, you know, you start shutting down anyway, and you can't hear the other person. So it's like, you know, pointless anyway, they're just going like, blah, blah, blah. And this is all I say, you know, it's like, I can't even hear the conversation. So I think it really does a service to you and the other person and the conversation to move the, you know, the relationship forward. So if women and people in general, just think of it that way, it's not being disrespectful. I feel like some people might be like, Oh, you're ending the conversation on your terms, you know, but no. How you communicate it. It's yeah. always going to come down to how. And so as someone who's communicating, when someone starts to shut down, you can see it. I say yep. this all the time, body language, language. So you can start to read that someone's not listening. And sometimes, and, and, and I know I'll, I'll take the example of this, where you as, a, as, as the person being communicated to hears this, they see you're not listening. And so they all, and then turn, take that as you, they're not feeling heard as well. And all of those, miscommunications are what lead to larger arguments or extend those feelings of frustration. And so being able to say, listen, I know this is a conversation that we need to have, but I am not quite ready to have that. And then offer a time where where maybe, you know, a little bit better, maybe in the morning, maybe over coffee, maybe, you know, when I'm not having the, the most hectic or crazy week ever. There are other things that are happening, again, in everyone's movie. And so because I want to communicate it to you, Jackie, right now, doesn't make it a good time for Jackie to receive it from <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that is so good. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you take your own temperature, but when you're having a conversation, you could see the temperature of the other person or you could hear it. Cause a lot of times, you know, um, I don't do FaceTime with my mother or some people. I still actually like to just use a plain phone <laughs> and not have to see the person all the time. Right. But you could feel the energy over the phone if they're like not into the conversation. Right. You can. They're cues that we give all the time. Uh, and so body language is one of those. The tone of your voice is another. The, the vocabulary you use is another. You know, people, people sometimes can hear the difference between when you're being very casual and relaxed and when you're being very formal, you know. So we have all these different cues that kind of communicate where we are in a day or how we're feeling in a day. You can tell when someone's focused and distracted. It's like, do you need to go right now? You know, where you can tell they don't have time to talk to you. So we have all these cues, but also we're feeling, you know, also get frustrated human beings. And so sometimes we really want to have this conversation right now because it will make me feel good. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that you're looking for a resolution you know, approaching it with there is something to resolve. There is an end outcome. There is a win-win we want to achieve allows you to then think about, is this a good time for the person to receive it? Because at the end of the day, that's what you're looking for to move the conversation forward. Yeah. And I think we all want to be seen and heard, you know, so we're looking to feel that way. And if the conversation isn't going in that direction, then might as well halt it. Um, we have a question from a love for R13. I don't know if you see it, but it says, how do you not wear feelings on your shoulder when things don't go well? Ooh, that is a great question. And it depends on your situation. If it is at work, one of those things I focus on is fact over feelings. And I, I do have a confrontation and conflict guide that helps you kind of go through these um, to dive a little deeper into that emotional temperature. Sometimes you've got to just take out a piece of paper and write down what the facts are. The facts are, is this person bothering me? Is this person bothering me intentionally? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Is they bothering you? Like on certain days of the, of the month, I can tell you literally every person, object, you know, the bird bothers me. My pen has bothered me. Like I get to that level, but if I write it down, first of all, now I'm laughing at my insanity that I'm like, the other day my pen bothered me. I literally said my pen is bothering me, right? So, but taking that temperature, yeah, means I shouldn't be talking to human beings when your pen bothers you, right? Like you should know this about yourself, right? Well, it's important just to take that breath. You know, we yeah. don't all have 30 minutes down and really kind of journal and write out our feelings. But a few seconds is mm. really important. The paper to go, what is bothering me? Is it the person? I don't like them anyway. Or is there a correctable situation that needs to be addressed? Those are two very different questions. You know what I mean? So sometimes even with, to break it down a little more emotionally, even with your kids. Sometimes you've had a bad day. And so practically anything they do is going to further add to that frustration. It doesn't mean that they're necessarily doing something intentionally, you know, to gain more attention or to be defiant or disrespectful. Sometimes it's just a culmination of the day that's mm. frustrating. And so take minutes to go, was there a rule broken here? You know, 
is is there a a correctable situation is there a topic that needs to be addressed is there a win-win to bring resolve then you can decide if you you sort of need to kind of eat those feelings or if it's you uh versus someone is bothering you i think that's a, a really important thing sometimes it's you you know yes. sometimes, sometimes <laughs> that is true yeah. And I think that's like a lot of self reflection that like, sometimes I know, like, I know, like, I know if it happens today or tomorrow or this weekend, it's me, it's me. And I should be like, Hey, we probably don't want to have a conversation right now. Now, you know, I enjoy this is called beyond small talk. So I enjoy to have the conversations that can get awkward, or like make you super uncomfortable that I live for these things. But I see it as an opportunity for growth. Um, why would why do you think it's important to have sometimes conversations that are awkward and uncomfortable? The conversations are important, but I think more so the empowerment and the confidence to have the conversations are, are what we're really kind of diving into today. You can't move past or you can't move forward if you are the person who is always adjusting to avoid or minimize a correctable situation. And so sometimes you have to be able to take lead on having a difficult discussion. And so having tools to be able to do that is what is is probably critically important. If we rely solely on our emotions, things get a little fuzzy sometimes. Mm. You know, front high, front high, we don't always communicate at our best at that point. Um, and we don't always our best at that point. There is a difference in listening to understand and communicate. And there's a difference in waiting for your turn to talk. Those are two very different conversations. 100%. And 100%. And I feel like, you know, I counter that uh, quite often during my uh, work days. Would, but have you ever, like, you talked about body language, and if you're, you know, in person or having this kind of conversation, have you ever looked at someone, I can see in their eyes, if they're just thinking, this is what I'm going to say back at you, this is what I'm going to say, like, I could literally see it in their face, like, they're just going to like, they're just waiting for me to stop talking, they're not listening at all. But I, I can be honest and say I have listened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like as soon as she stops talking that I want to bring up, like, oh, you said that to me? Oh, you know, <laughs> this is what I want to do with what we're actually trying to solve. And so this is where I learned how important that breath is, how important perspective is. The fact that you can't be rude or light on your own. So that whole, you know, keeping it 100 other people's opinions don't matter only when you stay in your bubble you, you know mm -hmm. you interacting with other people they get to have and on what what that is you know and so being able to do so more consistently and that's sort of where that tact and diplomacy come in it allows you to remove big emotions it allows you to move frustration um that doesn't with the facts it allows you to be heard a little bit more clearly and it allows you to communicate a little bit more intentionally and carefully and that's generally how you can get through a situation or how you can at least begin to move forward on Oh, that's so I like communicate intentionally, you know, have a purpose behind it um, and be clear what, you know, 
You there? What you want? Yeah. Oh, can you see? Did we lose you? No. Hear me. Oh, no. Oh, we lost her again. Again, she's in the Virgin Islands in, like, the sunny weather, and I'm in New York in the cold snow. Anyway, I think we – oh, you're here? Okay. Um, you're – unfortunately, I'm getting the circle for you. But if I could hear you, that would be great. Ah! Can you hear? Oh! Can you hear me? Okay. Um, we do have one qu another question. I think if we get to this and then uh, we're going to... Can you hear me? Oh, should you push past the body language? Oh, that is another great question. It really depends. Sometimes you should use body language as a, a clue. If you aren't going to be heard, if the conversation is going to be mutual in respect, you should wait. Um, sometimes it, you, you, you can assert yourself and say that, you know, you may not know it, but right, right now you're language is communicating to me that you're not interested in having this conversation. And if that's not the case, or a lot of times people don't sort of like to be called out on that. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, now it's fine. And then we get back to kind of this civil and this mutual um, respect with one another to be able to move forward on that conversation. So it really does depend on if someone is shut down, if there's heavy eye rolling, if there's sighing, um, if there's interrupting one another, then it may, may not be the right time. And then using that table it option, um, is a great choice for you, but there are others when it's just like, you may not understand, and I'm sure it's not your intention to communicate that you don't want to have this conversation, but that's what I'm reading. Am I wrong on that? You know, because mm. you know, I can be wrong sometimes. So tell me if this is a good time for you to 
have this conversation or maybe maybe should we revisit it another time so sometimes giving them the option uh, allows someone to self-correct uh, in terms of their body language and their behavior to be able to then use words more appropriately yeah, that's a good one because they might not even be fully aware or maybe they are aware. Like I tend to roll my eyes or make faces on my feelings and I've been working very hard to not do that. <laughs> Especially when I don't like somebody, it's bad. It's like, whew, it's super bad. Oh my God. I think, uh, Michelle, we need a part two of this. Like we could even go further, but we're reaching our um, time limit today. But I was like, oh my God, we need to do a part two. Um, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Um, sometimes I, I'm, I'm not fully seeing and reading you, but um, this was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can you tell everybody where we can find you? Excellent. Thank you so much. Again, I really apologize. I can't really hear you, but I can see you. And I just am so grateful for you coming on. And I think we're going to have requests for like a part two. If you're up for it, I think we need a part two because the, like people need this now. Like what you're giving is gold. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, if you missed this IG live, you could watch us, uh, watch us again on IGTV or download, follow us on Spotify and Apple podcasts, catch beyond small talk every Thursday at four o'clock and follow at the Michelle a white. And she's going to help you out having these, keeping your composure during uncomfortable and or awkward conversations. There she goes follow her at at the michelle a white thank you so much thank you thank you bye okay. everyone